You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O. Joe G. Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Coming up 20 minutes from Ben Brown of Pro Football Focus. We'll look ahead to week six in the NFL, including the Chiefs and the Bills on Sunday. We'll get to Joe Knows later this hour. Sean Zarillo of the Action Network next hour on the Major League Baseball postseason after game one of the LDS series yesterday. So a lot to do on the show here. But every week we like to kind of look at the updated leaders across the NFL, what the odds are leading passing, rushing, um, all sorts of di- different statistical categories. So, so where are we looking today? Um, one thing I noticed just to start off is I think the rushing leader is a little bit interesting. Josh Jacobs, that was the best I've seen Josh Jacobs look in a long time on uh, mm-hmm. Monday night. He is right now about 100 yards off the pace off of Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley. But if he keeps running the way he did on Monday, he, he's going to catch those guys or be right there by the end. Right now, he's 8-1. to one. So it's Chubb plus 250, Barkley 3-1, to one, uh, Jacobs 8-1. to one. I just I, – I didn't think that Josh Jacobs existed anymore. That, that surprised me, Aaron, watching that game Monday, how good he looked. I, he has – he's caught my attention, Josh Jacobs, here. Maybe he's going to have a really, really big season. Yeah, and you're hearing his name more and more. <clears throat> I mean, I'm probably the worst person to ask because I've been wanting to fade Saquon, so I'm a little bit of a hater because he's had a better season than I was expecting. I didn't think he was going to be able to stay healthy. Maybe he won't. But, yeah, I love that. I think that's a good look. I uh, I checked his odds, too, and I was a little disappointed. <laughs> I was hoping we yeah. would get some a better number – so everybody was paying attention Monday night football game that uh, that he went right up there. But yeah, it's possible. So I was trying to figure out. I mean, here's the thing. If you want to win this with someone with a little bit of value, you need Chubb to go down. I, they they have the best run game in football. He gets right. more of the workload, not even the entire workload. And we're already starting to see a little bit of a gap. Uh, Saquon second. What about Sanders? He's fourth in rushing. He's at 440. He's already like over 150 back. I don't know. This is not one of the categories that I was targeting, but I did. I was interested in Jacobs. I was just hoping to get a better number, but we didn't get it. They, they're they not messing around. Was it last year or a couple of years ago when Paul hit on the receiving touchdown leader? They're not playing. They go right to the top of the list, and they put those players at the top. I was looking for rushing touchdowns. What? Hertz is second on the list? He's only one back with six? 
behind Chubb with seven rushing touchdowns. Like, quarterback, maybe I can get a good number. No, he's like the third favorite to be the rushing touchdown leader. They're just following the stats. So you've got to dig a little bit deeper and find some potential about somebody that you expect to jump up. I got one that fits fits the bill. Ramondre Mm -hmm. Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson is emerged in New England. Damian Harris is banged up. I think their running game is one of the best in the NFL now. And whether it's Zappi or it's Mac Jones, aren't the Patriots going to run their way into contention over the next month? I feel like we, we might have a conversation three weeks from now, like, are the Patriots going to make the playoffs? Are the Patriots going to run their way to a bunch of wins against bad teams? They'll probably do it against the Browns this weekend. They have the Bears next week. Ramondre mm-hmm. Stevenson is 30-1. to 1. He's averaging... Stevenson's averaging five and a half yards a carry. Now he's way behind in carries, but maybe they he gets the ball more now. I don't know. He's just he's interesting to me because I think there's some juice with him. What was the word with Harris? Because that he that's why that game, he went right? off this week because Harris. Right. No, yeah, no, he's injured. If it's serious, if it's going to be multiple weeks, multiple weeks. Oh he's boy. He got all, it was a great matchup this weekend, New England against Detroit. So I played Harris and Stevenson. Stevenson crushed it, and Harris was a loser because he had the hamstring injury earlier on in the game. But veteran guy, hamstring, that might linger. Might be, you know, if they're saying multiple weeks. Uh, first thing I think of is a month at least. And if he's getting all the volume there, oh, I could see Belichick just leaning on him heavily. Um, it was a good matchup for him. But you mentioned the Bears next week. That's a primetime spot again. Um, they don't stop the run. So, Stevenson, wh- so which one are you looking at for Stevenson? That may- That's interesting. Rushing yards, 30 to 1. The yards, so, okay. Yeah, they play the Browns and Bears the next two weeks. It's his show in the next two weeks. Browns, Bears. You can run Browns have been bad teams. against the run. Terrible. Yeah. Eckler this past week, he went off. It's 30 huh. to 1. That's a fun one. Okay. What I was going to say when it comes to these, you know, especially in the rushing category, you really need like Chubb or Barkley to miss like a couple games, right? Yeah. And then it's kind of open. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're the other where there's a lot more value. They're not that far behind, maybe a couple hundred yards. But if one of these guys misses two, three games, I mean, that's game a game changer. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Oh, boy. I think I really like that one. I was surprised to see Jamal yeah. Williams is second in the NFL in rushing touchdowns. And his odds are right They're, at the top. Like, come on. Really? <laughs> Can we get a He's little bit of a red zone here? monster? He's a monster think, in the red zone. You think this Taysom Hill thing's going to continue? He had three this past week. So the odds are really short. I'm not interested in betting it. I'm just curious if this is going to be a thing. I wonder how what, what we're going to see week to week with him with touchdown props just quickly because he doesn't we don't know his snaps mm-hmm. week to week right he's not on the field regularly it's it's hard to forecast but he's in the end zone all the time he might be someone we get yep. decent value on for a regular touchdown you know anytime touchdown sure for wow. so that's interesting I wasn't expecting to talk to find one there but that's one that I that I certainly do like for sure with Stevenson all right what else we got here okay. I'm going to tie this in, and and maybe we can find a stat on this. Okay. Yesterday, we we had the conversation about the MVP. If there's a quarterback that can break through. And then I mentioned in the power ranking segment, 
about Brady. If Brady goes on a tear with his now healthy receivers here, and they don't look like they're interested in running the football at all, and look at some of the numbers, they've not been very successful with it this year. So Brady's not interested. Like he's thrown 50 times a game. And I found this intriguing because this is a bet that I've made in recent years because I think that the voters would love to do this, would love to give one more MVP to Tom Brady. And this is from Matthew Friedman, who we've had on the show in the past. He tweeted this last night. I've placed a bet on Tom Brady to win the MVP at 40 to 1. He's back. 736 yards, 104 pass attempts with receivers Mike Evans and Chris Godwin over the past two games. He'll all he'll have a narrative edge over almost any other player. Bucks are three and two with easiest remaining schedule. NFC is wide open. I agree with all of that. All of that. What do we think about Brady MVP? Maybe I was thinking Allen, he's already 170 plus ahead of the pack, maybe passing yards leader, if he's going to keep throwing it this much. I think so. I, I mean, I said it yesterday. Is there someone we could bet in the MVP? Or is this over? Right. Is it just one of four? And then isn't, doesn't it feel like Herbert's just sitting there because there's a bunch of tickets on him? Like, they don't know what to do with that. He's just sitting there 12 yeah. to long because they don't want to drop him down. But then it's like 40 on Brady. I think this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I also think okay. yards leader, I mean, he has the most completions in the NFL. And that's, but that's only eight to one compared to yeah. what is yeah. his MVP odds? 40. 40. Yeah, yeah that's, that's way that's better. Significant. Well, yeah, because he's so much closer in the yards. He's third on the list. <laughs> Which probably so means there's could... even more value on the MVP ticket for him because people probably just aren't thinking of him yet. But, you know, I, I agree. I thought that was a great tweet. And you can't count him out. And he seems like the type of guy with all this narrative that would want to overcome and just laser focus in. And I could see him having a great season the rest of the way. Yeah. Yeah. He's been great. What do they have? No, but NGM is one of those spots that has the 40 on Brady right now. So I think that's a look. I, I was bringing it up when it dropped to 25 and now we're dropping to 40 based on what his numbers have been better. And I guess the three and two rec the the back to back losses threw a lot of people off. Now we'll let's also state that on Monday morning we came in here we're like the Bucks are not that impressive. The counting stats though are, and that's the thing on Brady. And if it's wide open, they do have the easiest remaining schedule. They're going to end up with you know eleven twelve wins probably. And he's going to be looked at as the constant. The coach changed. Mm -hmm. The players were in and out. He's the constant. And, and you might be right, Joe. Right. Maybe that in a year of upheaval for him personally, it's like, look, he's still he's still performed. He's still performed. That's what he does. And come playoff time, compared to like a rookie quarterback or someone who doesn't have much experience with playoffs, I would trust Tom Brady so much more. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> boy. So are we talking about Bucks winning the Super Bowl? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Number Honestly, before much? people start thinking about it. Super Bowl odds. So we know the Eagles have a shorter number in the NFC. But as far as Super Bowl, Bucks are, are they outside? No, they're the fourth favorite. It's not a ton of values. Mm, they're 10 okay. to 1, but it's 
it's the best number we've seen, right? Yes. Yeah. Because it's usually it's a lot not, shorter. It's not but... that exciting. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yes, but what was exciting was finding Judon yesterday at 100 to 1 for Defensive Player of the Year. What about Sachs' leader? Is he. Where are we at here? So he's tied for the lead with six. Ten to one. Ten to one for Judon. Sachs' leader. I I think he's probably more likely to do that than than win the defensive player of the year, right? Like, you know, he could have 17 sacks, but still it goes to Bosa or it goes to. I mean, Micah Parsons Mm -hmm. right now. Is he minus money to Parsons? No. I mean, for. For I mean, for a defensive player, or is he even money? What's he for defensive oh, player? I be, I'll double check on that. I believe it was even money yesterday. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's probably going to win that award. But this might be the way that we get a, a, a Judon hit. He's had a sack in every okay. game. I know. And they, they okay. play quarterbacks coming up to take sacks. I mean, he gets to go against Brissett. He goes up against Zach Wilson twice. He's going to have opportunities for sacks coming up. Yeah, but MGM Michael Parsons minus 111 to be the defensive player of the year. And Judon has six. And so does Bosa, Parsons, Max Crosby also has six. It's all bunched up at the very top. If you look at pressures, Nick Nick Bosa leads the NFL in pressures with 23. Next highest is 17. It's Matt Judon. Matt Judon and Trey Hendrickson have 17. Difference is Hendrickson has only two and a half sacks at this point. So the Judon one, that's that's interesting. A 10 to 1, I'm sure it uh, dropped a whole bunch. It goes Parsons, Nick Bosa, Rashawn Gary, and Judon in order for the sacks. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Can any Anybody really can win it. I mean, there's so many names worth mentioning. Chubb is only a half sack back. Highsmith is only a half sack back. It is one of those awards, uh, not awards, stat categories that's, that's really wide open. So you probably want to look for the be- the better number of all those uh, players up there. It is wide open, and and I guess even week to week, you know, it's go- it's going to change, right? One guy has a big week. It's like the mm-hmm. Kelsey thing. Did you guys see the uh, receiving touchdowns leader? Kelsey's the favorite now off of one game. I Travis know Kelsey's the favorite to lead the NFL in receiving touchdowns because he had four in one game. It's crazy. Okay, well, um, let's go to how about interceptions. I found pretty interesting, and that's always mm-hmm. one that uh, that we like to follow. So <laughs> the leader, the actual stat category, is Matthew Stafford and Matt Ryan. Each of them have seven. Wentz has six. But Pickett's the favorite, and Pickett has four. He only had one this week. Remember, he had three in his first half of playing a couple weeks yeah. ago. He only had yeah. one against Buffalo. He threw it a ton, but he's the favorite. Stafford. Ryan right there, then Wentz, then Fields. Fields is the fifth favorite, and Fields only has four. So it's going down the board a little bit. Where can we find a little bit of value? Uh, of, the, of the players that have a very high bad ball rate and a low on-target percentage, and I'm thinking the attempts are going to be there. That's not going to change. This player we saw on Monday night. Can Derek Carr be the interceptions leader? He has four. Stafford and Ryan have seven. But you would think playing in that division with their specific schedule, they're going to be, even if Jacobs is doing fantastic, they're still going to have to pass a ton. 
Carr's 25 to one for interception leader. Do you think he can uh, enter this conversation? Yeah, um, he can. He had 14 last year and he has the same interception percentage this season, 2.2%. He's going to throw more. Yeah. Right. So, so we're talking probably just on percentage, 15, 16 picks. You can kind of write him down for that over the course of the season. That's in the, you're in the mix then if he has that many picks. Absolutely. 100%. I like that one. I like that. Derek Carr to lead the NFL in interceptions. Ben Brown, pro football focus. He's going to join us next. Look forward to week six. The Bills and the Chiefs, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Ben Brown joins us next right here on the BetQL Network.